0: Good afternoon. Welcome to our weekly edition of The Wrap. I'm Laura Leslie, WRAL Capital Bureau Chief.
1: And I'm Travis Fain, WRL State Government Reporter.
0: And boy, has it been some week. Um, Abortion basically ate all the oxygen in the room this week, which is pretty rare coming into an election season. But, you know, Monday night, that leak of the uh, decision, the the draft decision in Dobbs uh, really kind of, you know, rocked things in the political world for the week. And we spent a whole lot of time covering that this week as well.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the fallout from that, I mean, for a thing that hasn't even happened yet, of course, and we'll wait and see what the actual opinion looks like. You know, I, I probably don't have to tell the people who listen to this that a Supreme Court opinion that changes three or four words can be a different Supreme Court opinion. Yeah. Uh, but it does look like we're, we're, we're about to strike down Roe, uh, which is, I don't think the impact of that politically can be overstated. Uh, It's going to have ramifications kind of up and down. I mean, in in people's real lives, first of all, before we get into the politics of it, uh, but then the the politics as well. Although I think here, I I think that the guess is status quo, at least for a while, right? Because we've got a Democratic governor who vetoes uh, abortion legislation. Right. And we've
0: also that 20 that 20 week ban is currently held up in court. um, And that injunction isn't going to go away by itself. So we're going to need some kind of legal action to. Uh, remove that injunction and put the 20-week ban in place. So that even that's not going to happen overnight. Uh, but I think Republicans made it very clear this week from Michael Watley, NCGOP chair, to um, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson, uh, lots of people making it really clear that they do intend to try to move ahead on additional abortion restrictions pretty much as soon as the coast is clear of a veto threat.
1: Yeah, which I mean, would either be after the elections uh, if a Republican supermajority comes in, which I think is pretty unlikely, Uh, you know, not not outside the realm of possibility, but kind of unlikely. But boy, the governor's race in 2024, uh, if we stay on this course, abortion just became the number one issue in that race, I would think. Do, Do you agree on that?
0: Yeah, and a lot of races all over the country. I mean, this is, you know, what the Dobbs decision did is say, you know, push it back down to states and say there's no federal right to abortion. States can decide if there's a right or not um, and what that right might look like. Um, And so all of the pressure, I mean, okay, not all the pressure because Congress could still step in and take action, right? But that seems unlikely given the situation with the Senate balance of power and the filibuster. So, you know, and that really does kind of push things down to the state level. And you know, state legislative races just got a whole lot more attention than they've gotten in a long time because you know now it's like, oh, they're actually going to be deciding on some basic civil rights. Um, so yeah, I think it will have a big. I think it'll have a bigger impact than people think because um, I think, you know, as a woman, a lot of female friends, um, a lot of them are pretty mad. Even Republicans are pretty mad. Um, so I don't know if there's time for that to go away or fade into the, you know, fade into the distant past by the time we get to November, and that's possible. Uh, but I I don't know. I think there's, I think they've just woken up half of the electorate, um, and I, I'll be interested to see how that plays out.
1: Yeah, as will I, as will I. I, I think we have a decision to make here now, Laura. Are, are, are we going to talk about Madison Cawthorn, or are we going to give people a Madison Cawthorn free show and say you're welcome?
0: I think we have to mention him.
1: It I mean, does feel been, like that.
0: There's been a lot, right? I mean, there's been a lot. <clears throat> there was a video, and I'm just not gonna go anywhere with that. Um, if you've seen the video, you know what I'm talking about. If you're watching this, you've probably seen the video. So, um, and he of course said that that was just clowning around. Um, and then there's the um, there's some and apparently some house ethics complaints filed about um, various spending in his campaign, um, how much he's paying his chief of staff, Um, How much he's paying his scheduler and cousin, Um, you know. And in the meantime, you know, we've seen reports that he's making a lot of money, but he's spending a lot of money. He does not have all that much cash on hand at this point. Um, And um, there's a bunch of different groups that are running uh, ads against him, both on TV and by mail now. um, That are you know, and 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 basically, Senator Tom Tillis basically told CNN yesterday he is working hard to get caught there out of office, which is the clearest, the clearest one I've heard yet from Tillis. So. That's a really interesting race.
1: Yeah, and the question is, you know, can can Senator Chuck Edwards, who's running against him, one of what, seven Republicans running against Cawthorn out West, can he make up enough ground to get up over 30% uh, and win a plurality, uh, not a plurality, what do you call it when it's 30% um, enough. If, <laughs> enough, enough to win uh, in, in that race? Uh, Cawthorn's still polling, what was it? 38% the last time we saw a poll? Maybe Yeah, that was week.
0: before the video though.
1: And the video
0: and the lingerie and the,
1: if there are questions about his sexuality, which who cares, but some voters out there might care. Would that be enough to where the traffic tickets and other things weren't? I just don't know. I don't know
0: know either, but I will tell you, I mean, it's not, from from what I've seen a lot of discussion on Twitter, it's not, okay, for for a lot of people, it's not that that he is or is not attracted to other men. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's that if he is, it's hypocritical for him to run on some of the positions that he's run on in the past regarding LGBTQ issues. So, um, you know, I think that's kind of the crux of the matter. But I don't know that this will have alienated anybody who was already going to vote for him.
1: Yeah, I just don't know how any of it's going to play out there. But I mean, I would—I'm I, I, where I have been for a while—that he continues to be the favorite in that race. I mean, the power of incumbency and the power of celebrities—that is very difficult to overcome.
0: Uh, in the meantime, um, we could also mention: Bo Hines um, has ads running against him, really, for the—I mean—in heavy rotation this week. Right. Um, Kelly daughtry has got one up, and then I think there's an outside group that's got one up. Um, I've seen a couple of different ones. So, uh, you know, having had a real job and etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, he did, however, apparently move to Fuquay Verena officially. So he can no longer, no longer be blamed for not living in the district.
1: I saw an ad that I think is running down in Johnston County from a local Republican group. It's a map of I-40 it basically saying you go 145 miles that way, you'll be back where you're from. Um oh my yeah so i i i don't know what to expect in that race we're talking about the 13th of course the republican primary in the 13th he's gonna win that i think he what what limited polling i see i've seen he he leads and i have heard uh some theories that uh devan barber if it gets to a runoff is 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 the man to beat down there for the republicans but i you know what i don't know could fill a warehouse here Uh, Kelly Daughtry as you said spent a lot of money uh, and she's got a lot of
0: establishment folks on her side I mean you know I mean not least because she's Leo Daughtry's daughter and Leo Daughtry is a longtime Republican lawmaker and Mm well-liked
1: and I think Chad Slotta has like the NC Values Coalition endorsement in that race Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong about that but I don't believe I am Uh, Kiersey has been advertising heavily in that race uh, or somewhat heavily I guess that's a, a real relative term so I mean there's a lot of there are a lot of ways for that vote to get split down there whereas in the democratic primary it's wiley nickel and sam searcy um and i haven't heard a ton from searcy i've heard a lot from nickel but then i repeat myself because i already said the name wiley nickel <laughs> for those that don't know he is well known in the press corps for uh, his reach outs he is he is very active uh reaching out so you we'll like see we'll news? see where it all ends up like some media
0: Um, So what else? Oh, I know I did a story Monday, but to be perfectly honest with you, I can't even remember it because it's been that kind of week. It's like every day has been abortion day and it's like nobody was prepared for this. We were thinking like June, right? Um, And so it's just been this huge colossal, you know, story after story about all the possible ramifications here.
1: Well, let's talk about what we can expect from a legislative session. First of all, I don't think we expect anything from a legislative session until after the primary. Uh, When exactly? I don't know that that, that's been finalized, but I I was talking to Senator Berger's office today and uh, he's got like pre-session interviews the the, the week of the primary. And then after that, the 23rd, 24th, look look for the session to begin around then. Um, I thought they were going to start on the 18th. Well, I think it starts on the 18th. That's the first day. But as far as action, like bill filing will start on the 18th. But as far as action, look, around the 23rd, 24th uh, is what I was told. Of course, you know, I think everybody probably listening to this understands that can be a moving target. Um, It is not set in stone. There are, of course, two chambers. Um, The gambling bill, the sports gambling bill, sounds like all indications are that thing's going to move quickly. It's going to become law. WNC had a piece, I believe today, we're recording Friday, May 6th. I believe it was today that said sports betting uh, to expect it to pass this summer, quoting Jason Sane, uh, was a sponsor, who's so saying it won't even be. I, a
0: Yeah, I am. Um, I interviewed him about this not too long ago, and he sounded pretty optimistic at the time. But again, you know, you kind of don't know. And I mean, you've heard from Speaker Moore, especially, and Senator Berger, that they do not intend for this to be a long session. Senator, uh, Speaker Moore reiterated that t- uh, Wednesday from the podium saying, you know, as short as long as the last one was, let's keep this one as short as we can make it.
1: And I, he may or may not have said July 1st. Berger's office told me July 1st is their target date to wrap things up. Uh, and I believe that's what, something was, I don't know, I wasn't there and I can't remember anything. So, you know, that makes me great uh, as a source. Um, on the gambling bill, I have also heard from a couple of people uh, to avoid a second vote in the Senate because it's passed the Senate uh, in a somewhat divided vote. It would have to pass the House and then they would do a technical corrections bill uh, to tinker with some things, uh, potentially the amount of money, that the revenue that the state could expect from it to so that we would avoid a second Senate vote. I think there are some folks over there that don't want to take that uh, and that would legalize God, sports think, gambling all over the state.
0: And I think, you know, what we've heard in committee anyway, is that the state's share of the revenue under that bill is a lot lower than a lot of other states um, are, are making. So, you know, I think probably they've gotten some pressure to at least make it worth the while of the folks who are sort of, um, you know, holding their breath to vote on this one. Yep
1: speaking of, of money the budget uh, bill may be a, a conference report i don't think that's Ooh. been decided yet but i'm told it's certainly on the table that would avoid an amendment fight on the floor i don't know what it would else
0: definitely speed up the process but i mean there's zero transparency
1: yeah well hey what do you
0: <laughs> transparency transparency <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny how, how how I stopped expecting transparency it only took a few years in North Carolina and I just like oh what are you talking about um, the marijuana bill wither that you know will, will, will that pass the senate I think so pretty quickly the medical marijuana bill and then what happens in the house what happened what is what is Senator Bill Raven the sponsor and the rules chairman in the senate willing to hold hostage potentially to get that bill through the house if anything and and laura are we about to have a session where the senate wants stuff and the house doesn't really care because i mean again medicaid too medicaid expansion that's something that the senate has gotten on board with you know to some ex- to the extent any republicans mm-hmm. are on board with it and the house isn't are, are we going to have a session where instead of the senate being willing to go home with things undone, the House suddenly has has that card to play.
0: I'd be surprised because that's not really been the situation for a very long time. I mean, even when the Democrats were in control, the Senate usually held the upper hand in a lot of these negotiations. Um, but I think you are seeing more... Um, Some some key retirements going on over in the Senate, some shuffling around in leadership and some and some members like like Senator Rabin, for example, who have very strong um, agendas of their own that may or may not be reflected by Senate leader Phil Berger. Um, And, you know, we're hearing more about that now than we have heard for the past few years, I think. So, um, you know, that could be, you know, one of the reasons that the Senate has held the upper hand for so long is because Senate leaders tend to hold a pretty tight control over their caucuses. So I, I don't know, you know, I don't know in this case.
1: It'll be an interesting session, I think. Um, for sure. Very quickly, I'll mention, I did a lengthy story about uh, Senate District 19 down in Cumberland County. This is the race where uh, Senator Kirk Devier, a Democrat, is running for re-election. Uh, but Governor Roy Cooper, also a Democrat, kind of said, hey, not so fast, not a big fan of yours. And I am endorsing Val Applewhite in that race. She's a former Fayetteville City Councilwoman. Who also has? I mean, she's got. She's very well known down there. Has quite the track record. So that is a real deal primary where the governor is endorsing for we believe the first time ever against a sitting Democrat uh, and an incumbent. Uh, So I would commit that story to you. It's on NC Capital. It's really
0: good. It's a really good story. I read it the other day. I was I learned a whole lot that I didn't know.
1: Yeah, Uh, thank you.
0: You also had a really good story about um, possible um, fallout from the. Uh, abortion decision, pardon me, here we go back again, right? Um, But on on the Supreme Court races, um, which I think, you know, I mean, obviously if the abortion question comes down to the states, who's in charge of the state's Supreme Court is gonna get to be real important real quickly. Um, And and Republicans are very much hoping to pick up a couple of democratic seats. Um, One is an open seat in retirement of uh, Robin Anderson, I believe, Um, or Robin
1: Hudson? Hudson, yeah. Um,
0: um and then um the other one um, you know is 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 up for the it. Sam Irvin C Sam Irvin C. Right.
1: Democrat runner for reelection.
0: They're gunning for that one too. So uh, so that could add an extra overlay of some very interesting um, dynamics to not just the primaries in that right in those races, but but to the, the general as well. Um and also I should mention that we had um you know we had our Senate debate on a couple of weeks ago, NC Senate debate, sands bud, of course, like all the debates uh well um this week we're gonna have a segment with we have two segments on on the record with sherry beasley so we felt like we needed to give her some equal time to make her case to the public um but she so far ahead there wasn't a lot of point to having an actual debate so they uh, we brought her in lena tillette um grilled her for about half an hour so you'll see that on saturday night um really interesting discussion i thought
1: yeah, and that one, because of the Kentucky Derby, I don't believe it's going to play on television like on the record normally does, really? uh, but it will be available online. It will stream it in its entirety online, and I believe there's some plans to chop it up and uh, get it out there. We'll, we'll make sure that we uh, call attention to it on Twitter.
0: I'm just it's, my, it's one of my pet peeves. Like We never pay enough attention to courts. You know, and the more, I mean, and I'm not not talking about WRAL, I'm talking about the media in general, you know, we focus on those legislative races and the executive races, and we don't focus that much on the judicial races, but as more and more things seem to end up in court these days, year after year, the court seems to be sort of in charge of state government, you know, it gets to be really important who makes these seats, right? So I'm just saying we, writ large, journalism needs to do a better job of concentrating on the seats.
1: Well, we'll have to. We'll, we'll add that to the list. It, it can be very hard to judge a judge, you know. It, it's it, it's something, and that's why you see a lot of places that don't have judicial elections. But that's a whole can of worms that I don't think we ought to open mm-hmm. today. Anyway,
0: I think that's about all for me.
1: I think that's good, and I hope people have a wonderful weekend. Have a mint yep. julep, if that's your if if that's your bag.
0: That's right, and watch the horses, and maybe next year you can bet on them. Hey, there you go. All right. Have a great weekend.